Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So today, I'm very hopeful that by me sharing my personal truth with you in today's episode, that is probably going to be unlike most of my episodes, I'm hopeful that by me sharing my truth, it will encourage you in ways that I just don't even realize, or maybe even you don't even realize you need the encouragement. So I want you to know I'm going through some things. I'm in a, I am in a new wilderness and I coach my clients all the time in the thinner circle and in my VIP clients all of the time that, um, you know, in the wilderness is where we find God in the wilderness is where we are made stronger. It's where stronger. It's where our sanctification is, right? Like <clears throat> we set out on this journey of salvation to be sanctified, to strength, to be strengthened, to endure, to persevere and to do whatever it is that God has put on our hearts because he has chosen us to do something. And so, um, We can expect these hills and valleys. We can expect these wilderness seasons, but to embrace them. And so lately, I've not been embracing one. Excuse me. Isn't that how it always goes? Like you go kicking and and screaming into a wilderness because you don't want to. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. Things are not pretty. (laughs) That's how I am right now. So, man, can I just take a drink of water? Excuse me, ladies. Hold on just a second. I'm so sorry. I could have hit a button, but that would have been a whole nother situation for muting you. Anyhow, I digress. That's not what this episode is about. And I'm so sorry about that. So this is about some fears that I have. Um, and if you'll just hang with me, um, you'll see that this kind of culminates in some encouragement for you. If you are fearing the battle ahead of you for weight loss, if you're struggling because you have all of this evidence speaking to why you cannot do it based on how you've failed in the past, right? Ways that you've been unable to accomplish your weight loss goals because of your previous failure. If your thoughts about your previous failures are keeping you from stepping into successfully succeeding this time in weight loss, this episode is for you, beautiful, because we're in this together. And God is taking me through a wilderness and he wants me to take you with me. I've not told anybody what I'm about to tell you. I'm not, I'm not sharing this on the social platforms. I'm not sharing this even with my coaching clients. Why? Because I got great big red rosy cheeks of embarrassment. I know. That's not fun to admit, but it's my truth. So <clears throat> let me take you through this. So I'm going to tell you a little story about my failure, where it kind of began and my rejection, where it kind of began. Because I'm sure a psychologist, a therapist would have a, a lot of fun with this, um, but I don't, I don't go to them. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm, you know, refusing them that opportunity, right? <clears throat> when I was nine, nine and a half years old, um, my parents were 28 and 29 respectively, and man, I am so sorry. Like, seriously, hold on just a second. I need to have a good cough and I will be right back. Hey there, 
Just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the, from the inside out the same way that I transformed, I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capilla, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. And I'm back. So when I was nine and a half years old, my father, who was 29 years old, died in his sleep unexpectedly, out of nowhere, perfect bill of health, everything was great, just died in his sleep. And, um, you know, obviously that was traumatic. And on some level, I always felt like I wasn't, you know, I mean, I had to really kind of step into, you know, helping my mom to parent my brother. And I just, I feel like fear of failure and fear of rejection kind of started to form in my life at that point. <clears throat> and as I progressed through school, you know, my father was the one who always helped me academically. And as I progressed through school, I was flailing. I was a horrible, horrible student. In fact, that's probably where I started practicing, practicing quitting. You know what I mean? Like when I didn't go to good grade, I, I felt like it was some kind of a rejection and I just started quitting. I just quit and I was a perpetual quitter and I was really good at it. And so this all culminated into my senior year of high school. Um, I had, I'm going to spare you all the details, but I was grandfathered into something that had started when I was a freshman. There was this new clause that was put into place that if a student fails any one of their core fundamental um, learning curriculum, that they would, f in essence, have to go to summer school. They would fail their senior year, you know, and have to go to summer school. <clears throat> I was unaware of this <laughs> because I wasn't plugged into the school system at all, at all. Um, and so my senior year, um, though I passed and did well in, well, I don't know if I did well, in all three of the core areas, there was one area, my fourth area, English, that I failed. And I remember how bitter I was because our our senior class was the first class that had this requirement and there were a host of us whose heads were on the chopping block and several of those students <clears throat> opted to cheat on the final exam and the final exam was the difference maker between 
Do you pass or fail? Do you go to summer school or not? Do you get to walk in your high school graduation? Well, I didn't, I didn't cheat. Like it just, I don't know why I probably would have. <laughs> um, I mean, that's not funny. I'm just saying that because the, I'm just so thankful to not be here anymore, but I failed. And then our English teacher had the choice to these students who failed and have to go to summer school now also get to walk in their high school graduation or not. And guess what? I didn't. And I was incredibly remorseful and bitter about it. And I went to summer school and I was able to, you know, get my diploma and things were great. And I was able, it didn't slow me down from, you know, going to college, all the things. But that was really where rejection and failure started with me. And then as it, as I went through life, you know, I'm sure I collected a, a lot of evidence of rejection and failure. But the, the milestones I remember is when I, um, as I was a technology project manager for a large financial institution, financial institution in downtown Cleveland, um, toward the middle of my career, it was, I was encouraged to become a certified project manager to earn my PMP. <clears throat> Girl, let me just tell you how hard that was. That was so hard. Wow. And I remember I went to take my test. And my company paid for me to take the test and the test was $500 and I failed it. I got failed it. I was so embarrassed, but you know what I did? I stood up, I dusted myself off. I went right back. And because there was a loophole in the system, blah, 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 sparing the details, I was able to retake my PMP. My company wasn't going to pay for it a second time, but I was able to reschedule it, take my PMP again without paying for it out of my own pocket, which was $500, and able to take it again, and I nailed it. And so there I was, you know, I just finally had kind of conquered my fear of failure. I had kind of conquered my rejection. And then 2020 happened. Here I am, you know, I'm well into having the Seekers Method. Our children are at school. All the things were going as you are well familiar with, you know, if you remember 2020. And I was going through my second time of becoming a certified life coach, except this time I was getting my certification as a Christian life coach because when I went through the program that I initially went through, which I'm never, I never share who I studied with initially because Oh, it was so bad. It was so worldly. I mean, as a life coach, I couldn't change myself until I became a Christian life coach. And so I went through, God had put it on my heart. You need to become a certified Christian life coach. You need to become a, it, it was actually, you need to become a Christian life coach and you need to find the program because you need the tools, right? So I went through the curriculum to become a certified Christian life coach. And midway through in March of 2020, COVID happened and our three children had to come home from school <laughs> and I had to run my business and I had to now figure out how to homeschool three children and to keep them separated so they could focus, to be their IT person, to be their teacher, to, you know, be the intermediary between them and school and all of the things. All the while, I was working toward my certification of becoming a Christian life coach. And I was right there, ladies. I was like nine tenths of the way there. I just had to finish up, you know, my 
my coaching calls where I was practicing, my practicums where I was practicing coaching with clients that I was coaching for free and some of them for discounted rates. I was doing all of the things to get the tools, but then suddenly my time was not my own. To make matters worse, I'm just going to share all my dirty secrets with you. To make matters worse, at the time, I had a, uh, a partner. You get paired up with partners in the coaching curriculum. And I had a partner who had just become, in the height of COVID, um, she'd become engaged. She was a single woman. She'd become engaged. And she was traveling around with her fiancé. And, you know, we were trying to, you know, now deal with working on our coaching work together. We were in different parts of the world, different stages of our lives. We now had to bring our schedules in alignment while having to, you know, overcome the obstacles I was dealing with, with homeschooling my kids. Suddenly I had all this daytime availability, but now I had to find availability in the evening. And she suddenly had, you know, availability issues because she was excited about being engaged. I mean, I remember that. I was excited about her being engaged. And, you know, there I was trying to hold it all together. I was trying so hard to get my certification, to homeschool now three children, to run a business, to maintain my home, all of the things. And the president of the university I was studying with called me and told me that my peer this woman I was doing my coaching work with, and this is not an excuse, it's just, it's telling you the story, had come to her and said that I was difficult to work with, I was not available, and I was impeding her ability to complete her certification. And y'all, the bottom of my world just collapsed. (laughs) Like, I didn't see that coming. Because she, I didn't know we had a scheduling conflict. Like, we were taking and making our scheduling calls. I mean, sure, I needed a little bit more flexibility because now I couldn't meet at nine o'clock on Monday morning because I, (laughs) you get what I'm saying. And it was a situation. My goodness, it makes me emotional right now just even thinking about it because being falsely accused of something hurts, especially because it felt like an element of betrayal. And to make matters worse, I had to keep on working with this woman And, you know, God was working with me to develop me through this, to like forgive her, you know, and all of these things. And it was just horrible. And I had to write a letter with her and send it to the university and so that we wouldn't be revoked of just, it was horrible completely. And so there was an element there of rejection, right? And so, you know, I kept going. I had clients I was working with that I was coaching for free as a part of my practicums, but it it tainted things for me. It really tainted things for me. And as my kids school year wrapped, I dropped my certification. Like I just stopped working on it because I had this root of rejection and I didn't like it. And I needed a break. You know, I leaned into my excuses. I needed a break. I mean, I had worked from January until June working so hard and I was faced with all of the things I just shared with you, and it just crushed me. And it took the wind out of my sails. And I justified things by saying, well, you know, God told me I just needed the tools. And at that time, I just needed the tools and I had the tools. I could coach women. And what I didn't see then was I could coach women in weight loss very well. (laughs) I'd become rather good at coaching 
Hi, my name is Landon. This episode of My Mommy's Podcast is sponsored by the Seekers Method for Weight Loss. It's the group coaching program that God gave to her to lose her weight. If you would like to join, go to SherryCapilla.com to get on the emailing list so you can sign up to the next time she opens enrollment meet which is soon okay i need to get back to my legos now now back to the show bye at coaching women in weight loss i could coach them to the seeker's method. I could help them with the seeker's method. But in 2022, God said, you need to be able to coach women above and beyond the seeker's method. You need the skills and the tools to coach women that you don't even realize you're going to coach in the future. Let me just tell you something. I did not like that. (laughs) I mean, sure, I want to get my certification, but life is busy, right? Like it's just busy. But this is important to God. And God even told me the release of the Seeker's Method book cannot happen until I have the seal of my certification on the book. And so, you know, that's why I, you know, some of you, you might be in the beta test where I've allowed you to get an advanced copy of the book in its current form. That book is not going to be released until my certification is complete. And I've not shared that with anybody. Only my husband knows that. Um, that book, that beta test will be available until, you know, at that rate, like I'm blown away. It's like, that's a little bit of excitement for me to get going because, you know, I'm basically giving it all away right now with the beta test because I'm giving both of my books electronically, all the things, but I can't do anything because God has told me that I can't move forward in my business until I have my Christian life coaching certification. And you know, it didn't really occur to me until just this last week that what I'm dealing with is fear of failure. What I'm dealing with is rejection. And God impressed it upon my heart. This has all been unfolding for myself, for me here over the course of this last week or two, that I can't be rejected. I can't be denied. I can't be declined. Wow. I can't fail if I don't do it. And that's exactly what's happening is I've been not doing it. God has been telling me, Sherry, step up and do your certification work. And I've not been doing it. Like I'm sabotaging myself by not starting because me not starting keeps me from failing. Like, does that make sense? I hope it, I hope it's resonating with you. I mean, my schedule right now is so full every single day. I mean, I have a full load of clients Women whose hearts are counting on me to help them to get out of their own way. And my schedule, you know, little kids who need dinner and laundry and a husband who needs my attention, who's not even getting my attention because I'm so focused on all of these things that I've got to do that like I've got to make sure that I'm focused in the right areas. But my schedule is so full every single day that I just can't do the certification work that God has put on my heart. And instead of it being a priority, I'm making everything else more important than what is a priority to God. And my excuses are keeping me from starting. 
And like, if I can't do it because my schedule's so busy, then it just becomes a viable reason, right? Like it's not an excuse. Like I just don't have time, God. God sees my heart. God knows my motive. My motive is to not be available. You know, like I will clean the toilet before I open that certification book up. Why is that? And it's because of my fear of failure, of rejection. I don't want to do it is also at my core. I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do it. That's just at the core. I don't want to do it. And this might, this might touch you where you are right now in your weight loss journey. You don't want to do it because it's not fun or pretty. Eating Doritos and binging Netflix and drinking Pepsi is pretty and fun, <laughs> right? I know it. I remember those days. But you and I are in this together. We're just in different wildernesses staring at each other through the trees. It's not fun. We don't have to feel like it. We don't have to want to do it. I don't want to do any of it. And that's truthful. That's my truth. I don't want to do it. So I'm making, rather I'm choosing to make my schedule support my desire. And my desire, my desire is to please God. But my fleshly desire is to be too busy and to have the excuse that I don't have time. If, because if I'm busy, then if I'm too busy, I just can't get certified. But I'm on to myself. God's on to me. And I don't have to want to do this just like you don't have to want to do weight loss. But here's the thing. I must do it. Because it's not my will be done. It's God's will be done. And I can't move forward unless I do it. I need to do this. And my fear of failure and my fear of rejection in this particular area area is affecting every single thing else, every other thing in my life. And I want you to think about that for your life too. Because by you not doing this, how is that affecting your thought life? What are you talking to yourself about? What are you, what's your self-talk like? What do you say to yourself in the mirror? Like it's, I'm marinating in my avoidance of this it I, it's happening in ways that I don't even realize I'm sure of it like you know it's I'm sure that it's manifesting in ways that I don't even realize I will realize soon when I feel free in other areas but I don't even realize how much the weight of this burden of me going out of my way to procrastinate and not start is affecting me in other areas but this is on my heart and it's on my mind so clearly it's taking a lot of energy from me. Like almost that's the definition of an idol that I teach that when something, in this case, my avoidance gives you what you want, my avoidance is giving me what, my, what I want, which is avoiding the discomfort of my certification work and instead giving me, not giving me what I need, which is doing the hard work. And whenever we're worshiping an idol, which gives us what we want, not what we need, it always ends up taking something from you. And in this case, it's taking my energy. And could it be taking... Yeah, this is a question. I mean, you've read the Bible. You know this is true. It's not popular. Not everybody will agree with this statement, but could it be taking God's favor away from me? Because I'm simply not obeying, right? There are blessings for obedience. There are curses for disobedience. There, I said it. In what way, Sherry Capilla, are you being cursed for your disobedience right now? Girl, that's fire. Girl, that is fire. <laughs> I mean, what if? What if God is, oh girl, my Holy Spirit like just lit up. What if God 
is not blessing you with his true favor, his presence, his strength, his power, and all of that, because I will not obey in this one area. So I will. I'm vowing to you right now, my beautiful podcast friend. I'm going to do this for God. If it's on God's heart, guess what? It's important enough to be on my heart. And the only the only way I can fail here, I mean, let's face it, let's, let's, here's the fact. The only way I can fail here is if I don't act, right? If I keep trusting my flesh, I'm going to fail. But if I trust my father, I can't fail. So this is how, this is my plan. And you might want to take notes because I can see this as a Christian life coach because let's face it. I've already gone through the curriculum to become a Christian life coach. I know what to do. I just now need to go back. It's been, it's been a minute, okay? <laughs> Two years. I need to now go back, crack open the books, and remind myself of all of the details, finish all the steps, type all the papers, coach all of the clients, which is actually an opportunity for you because I'm going to be looking for women who are not in the Seekers Method to coach. So... If you're somebody who wants to be coached by me as a practicum student, send me an email. Like, this is how I'll know that you're listening and following me. You can send me an email at, what is my email? CoachCapilla at gmail.com. And Capilla is spelled K-A-P-A-L-A. So CoachCapilla at gmail.com. But this is my plan, and I want you to hear this plan because this is what you can do too. If you are fearful of failure, of weight loss, like you're afraid, you have done Jenny Craig, you've done Weight Watchers, you've done the smoothies, you've done the working out, you've done all the things, done all the things, blah, 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 failure. <clears throat> what I'm about to share with you as far as my plan, you can apply to your life if fear is holding you back and keeping you stuck in your fat pants. So this is what I'm doing to overcome this fear of failure because in addition to my fear of failing I also fear being rejected I mean they're one and the same I, I feared like doing all this work and then presenting it to the you know university for you know approval and certification and all of that and them saying denied you're wrong you're stupid go back to the beginning like what's the worst that's going to happen I'm not going to die. I'm not going to have to forfeit a child. We won't lose our home. Um, people won't say bad things. Like, what am I fearing anyhow? Other than just fear of something that could happen. But guess what? God has told me to do this, which means he will provide a way. He's the answer. He's my strength. His grace is sufficient. And if his grace is sufficient for me to face my fear, it's sufficient for you. So this is what I'm going to do. Step number one, I'm going to name what is holding me back. And I just did that. I, I named it. It's fear of rejection, fear of failure. And identify the characteristics of what this fear looks like when it starts to bubble up within me and how it how I act when I'm thinking and fearing and responding to fear and how I don't act. So 
what I know is when I'm fearful of doing the hard things relative to getting my life coaching, Christian life coaching certification, when I'm fearful, how that materializes for me is I avoid doing it. I become overly busy. I scrub all the toilets. I clean all the mirrors. Okay. I do everybody's laundry. I'll even find the iron and iron if it means I don't got to do what I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying here? So I've identified and named the problem and its fear. And now I have um, identified the characteristics of how fear shows up in me so that I can recognize it. And when I recognize that fear, I see it as darkness. I see it as my old sin nature, and I see it as the enemy attempting to come and tell me what I'm not. I see it as the spirit of rejection, rejection swarming around my head like a dark cloud, attacking me, blocking me, tripping me, keeping me. I see it as a weapon being formed against me and how sometimes I am that weapon. And when I recognize the thumbprints of fear, I'm going to pray and obey. God, please show me what to do. In fact, I've, I've written a battle plan on this full of scripture that I'm going to proclaim and declare on a daily basis, especially when I recognize fear being in the room with me. And when this is happening, I'm going to simply pray and obey and put it on my calendar and just practice obeying that calendar. You can do that too for weight loss. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to see it as done already. I mean, if I can believe that it is on God's God's heart for me to do, then I know that he's going to equip me to do it. He's going to strengthen me. He's going to come more near to me as he and I walk together through this next wilderness together. And I need to count it as all joy when all of these hard things come against me, because that means that God is preparing me for great things that he needs me to armor up to do, because he needs me to know how to wield my sword of faith and my, my, my shield of faith <laughs> and my sword of the spirit against the enemy. He needs me to know that I need to be certified as a Christian life coach because I will one day be coaching women and men, I don't know, maybe outside of just weight loss. I don't know that yet. I didn't know 10 years ago that I would leave my six-figure career to step into Christian life coaching, like drop my business management, my PMP, and step into this unchartered territory to become something I could have never anticipated, right? So why do I think that's not going to happen again in the future? I do believe that if it's in on God's heart, it needs to be on my heart. And if he says... I can do it and that I need to do it, then it's already done. It is already written. I just need to step into doing the hard thing. And the more I do it, I believe that he's going to strengthen me and he's going to come more near to me as he and I walk together through this wilderness. The third thing I'm going to do is weekly, I'm going to make a plan. And that plan is going to be broken down daily. And that daily plan is going to be broken down hourly. I mean, yeah, sure. I you know, I still have the seekers method. I still have VIP clients. I still have the thinner circle. I still, I still have so much to do. I still have a podcast to, to write and record and broadcast. Blogcast. Wow. Maybe that's a new thing. Blogs to post and email marketing to send and videos to upload to YouTube, YouTube and an assistant to train so she can help me with all of these things. And did I say I still have three little kids? 
and it's only March, and they're in school till June, and, you know, I have a home to maintain, and a marriage to walk in, and, you know, Bible studies to attend at church, and clients to meet with, and did I say laundry? Because, girl, <laughs> so the third thing I'm going to do there is I'm going to have a weekly and daily plan, and an hourly plan, and that's my narrow path. That is my wilderness path. That's how I will go from here, ending my slavery right now of, you know, keeping myself stuck and away from God to stepping into my wilderness near God and with God, believing and trusting in him through the wilderness on my narrow path, which is my daily, weekly, and hourly plan, all the way to my promised land, which is my Christian life coaching for weight loss. Christian life coaching, not for weight loss necessarily, Christian life coaching certification promise land. The fourth thing I'm going to do, this is the last thing as I wrap up this episode, and thank you for just listening to me and being my friend and hearing all of this. <clears throat> the fourth thing is that, that I'm going to do is I'm coming up with that strategy for when it's hard because it's going to be hard, right? There are going to be days when I have all the feelings, I have all the thoughts, and I don't even see all of the, the demons, and I, I have a strategy. I alluded to it. I have a battle plan. I'm going to proclaim and declare God's word over my flesh. I'm going to, you know, speak out loud my power of the spirit scripture, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, which tells me what to do when I feel weak and powerless. And that is to go to God. But I have to go to God in complete and total trust and faith that he can do this with me. He can do it through me. So I'm going to have these declarations and I'm going to say them and they are going to serve me and replace all of my wrong, fearful, doubtful thoughts with God's thoughts, with God's promises as I go through these dark days that I know are ahead of me. So those four things I'm doing, I encourage you to do because this is how you walk on the narrow path from your slavery, your bondage to food, through the wilderness to your promised land. The first thing you do is you identify what's going on. Are you fearful? Are you stuck? Are you frustrated? Are you mad? Are you resentful? What is it? Identify it and identify its characteristics. The second thing to do is see it as done already. But it being done already requires that you trust God. Trust your father over your flesh. And that he's going to strengthen you in that wilderness. The third thing to do is to have a weekly, daily, and hour, hourly plan. That is what you obey. And the fourth thing to have is a strategy to overcome the difficulties that are going to be there. Because the difficulties are going to come, and guess what? You're going to believe them. You're going to trust them. And then before you know it, you're going to be like Sherry Papilla, where you're going to clean the toilets, wash the mirrors, wash the floors. Um, what's the thing I was trying to do? Seal the granite. Do all of the things just to avoid doing the thing you're supposed to do. So that's my plan. I would encourage you to borrow my plan for yourself. This is how, this is what I teach my clients in the thinner circle, in the VIP clients. This is how I teach them because this is how I coach myself through matters that limit me for God's use. Because I can't step into the role that God has given me if I don't step into it. I can't stand on the edge of it and be fearful of it and just keep standing there. I must act. Faith is action. And so my fear of failure, it, you know, here's the thing about failure and rejection and whatever you might be fighting right now. It's always going to be there. 
Like my fear of failure isn't ever going to go away. God, God needs me to be made stronger to overcome it. Because the minute I overcome this fear of failure or rejection with regard to my Christian life coaching certification, guess what? There's another wilderness ahead where there's going to be fear and um, it's going to be fear in another way, fear of failure in another way. And God is preparing me to be stronger against that one. Like so far, the ways that I've felt fear, responded to it, and eventually overcome fear has prepared me for now. And I know that I cannot be successful if I don't do the hard things. God is in the hard things. God needs to level me up because he needs me to be equipped to coach women in other areas than just weight loss. But I cannot work unto the Lord if I'm perpetually responding to my flesh. So that's also a word for you. I hope that this particular episode spoke to you wherever you might be struggling and that you might take everything that you know, I shared with you of how I'm applying it to my life in one area and apply it to your life and weight loss. Because just like I said, you can't work unto the Lord if you are responding unto your flesh, even in weight loss.